You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we take a look at the newest Marvel comic to get the cinematic treatment, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I gave you ten years to live your life. And where did that get you? You walked in my shadow. It's time for you to take your place by my side. You better watch out, cause it's my time. That's not going to happen. It's in you Who are you? Shang-Chi, the master of unarmed weaponry-based kung fu, is forced to confront his past after being drawn into the Ten Rings organization. Written by the team of Dave Callahan, Destin Daniel Cretton, and Andrew Lanham, and directed by Destin Daniel Cretton, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings stars Simu Liu as Shang-Chi, Aquafina as Katie, Tony Chu-Wa Lung as Shu Wenwu, Menger Zhang as Xia Ling, and features Fala Chen, Michelle Yeoh, Hua Yuan, and Florin Montanau. I'm gonna say it, I have all of the faith in Kevin Feige. Every time that he takes a lesser-known Marvel character and makes a movie out of it, it somehow pays off. And now, Shang-Chi has become his next home run. Shang-Chi isn't just a great Marvel movie. It's a great martial arts movie. It's a great CGI lover's dream. It's an Easter egg hunter's fantasy. And it is entertaining for its entire one 132-minute runtime. The action sequences in this movie put a huge smile on my face, and more than once did I say out loud, that was cool, and I apologize to the people who are sitting around me. The story itself is nothing new. It's a standard run-of-the-mill, father-is-a-bad-guy-son-is-a-good-guy story, but it's the beauty of the movie and the incredible action sequences that drive my rating to where it currently sits. Add in a killer soundtrack, and you get a phenomenal movie. Oh, and when you include beloved Marvel characters popping up, and of course those after-credit stings that leave people like me impatiently waiting for the next movie, The Eternals, coming November 5th, you will be entertained. And if the advertisements haven't piqued your interest quite yet, take my honest word for it. Don't idly sit by for two months waiting to see Jacked Kumail Nanjiani and the beauty of Angelina Jolie in the MCU. Go and see this movie now and enjoy its beauty. I give Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings an A+. With barbershops open again, they are looking forward to taking care of you. So it's time to look your best. Hit up Nick at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road and book today by visiting boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with more delays. Both of Tom Cruise's upcoming movies, Top Gun Maverick and Mission Impossible 7, are officially delayed yet again. For right now, Top Gun Maverick has been moved to May 27th of 2022, and Mission Impossible 7 has shifted to November 30th of 2022. Alright, this chick is... It was also announced that Ghostbusters Afterlife is once again delayed, but this time only for a week. Ghostbusters Afterlife will shift into Top Gun's sequel vacated date of November 19th of 2021. On top of that, Jackass Forever was also delayed, which will now release on February 4th of 2022. In some good news, aka not a delay, Sony Pictures announced that Venom Let There Be Carnage is not indeed delayed until January, but has been pushed up a week, releasing on October 1st of 2021. In the land of upcoming projects, Kevin Smith took to Twitter to announce that they have officially wrapped filming on Clerks 3. The project, which began principal photography just in the start of August, was announced to be completed on September 1st. No official release date has been set by the studio Lionsgate that will be releasing Clerks 3, 
Mercury. However, Smith did say that he's already spliced an hour of the film together, so it's likely that it's closer than we think. And while Kevin Smith was busy bragging about his next feature for Lionsgate, Lionsgate announced the upcoming cast for Expendables 4. The movie, which will release in the fall of 2022, will be directed by Scott Waugh based on a screenplay from Spencer Cohen with revisions from Max Adams and John Joseph Connolly. We will see the return of Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, and Sylvester Stallone in their roles as Lee Christmas, Gunnar Jensen, Toll Road, and Barney Ross, respectively. The newest members of the Expendables include Curtis 50 Cent Jackson, Megan Fox, and Tony Jaa, whose roles in the sequel have yet to be announced. Gavin O'Connor, who directed directed the film The Accountant that starred Ben Affleck, told the Cinema Blend podcast that he literally just closed a deal to return for The Accountant 2. He said, quote, I've always wanted to do three because what the second one's going to be more with, we're going to integrate his brother into the story. So there'll be a lot more screen time for John Barenthal in the second one. And then the third movie is going to be I Call It Rain Man on Steroids. The third movie is going to be The Two Brothers, This Odd Couple. The third one is going to be a buddy picture. He did go on to say that there was a plan to potentially make The Accountant a TV series but wanted to do a film instead. Following its popularity on Disney+, Plus as well as the theaters, it was announced that Jungle Cruise 2 is officially in development, where Dwayne Johnson and Emily Blunt will both be reprising their roles. Also returning to the project is one of the original writers, Michael Green, as well as original director, Jami Colet Sarah. Meanwhile, John Davis, John Fox, Bo Flynn, Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Hiram Garcia will produce the film, with Scott Sheldon executive producing. In the rumor mill, John Cena has read to be the next actor to play roles in both the DC Cinematic Universe as well as the Marvel Cinematic Universe. While doing a Q&A with Esquire, he was asked if he would consider playing The Thing in the Fantastic Four reboot if he were to be approached. John Cena said, quote, I would consider almost any thing. I think keeping yourself open to options and different perspectives is a good way to go about life. This would simply be a thing that I would consider because I like to keep my perspective open to new things. Fantastic Four is confirmed to be in Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4, which will come out after the releases of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in 2023. After signing a new mega deal and purchasing Casa Bonita, South Park creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone have a number of movies they need to make and release. Well, it has been announced that the first two of the South Park movies will be released on Paramount Plus before the end of this year. From there, we'll see a release pattern of a duo of films arriving on the platform every year until 2027, which will run alongside additional seasons of the hit animated show. The new deal is reportedly worth around $900 million when factoring in its licensing fees and overhead costs. As the film goes into production, I will keep you posted, as South Park is still one of the best shows on television. In other streaming news, Bel Air has officially found its new Will Smith. The new Will will be played by newcomer Jabari Banks, who got the news told to him by a surprising guest. What's up, man? What's up? Yo! <laughs> What's up, Philly? What's up, Philly? Oh, what's up? I'm good, I'm good. It is an absolute pleasure to to meet you, to be on with you. And from the deepest parts of my heart, I wanna say congratulations to you. Uh, you have the role of Will on Bel Air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. 
I'm so ready, yo. I'm ready to bite down. Set in the modern day, Bel Air is a dramatic reimagining of the Fresh Prince concept. The serialized one-hour presentation follows Will's complicated journey from the streets of West Philadelphia to the gated mansions of Bel Air. With a reimagined vision, Bel Air will dive deeper into the inherent conflicts, emotions, and biases that were impossible to fully explore in a 30-minute sitcom format, while still delivering swagger and nods to the original show. In other casting news for streaming services, it was announced that Annie Wershing, who's best known for playing roles in Bosch, The Vampire Diaries, and playing Renee Walker in 24, has officially signed on to play the Borg Queen in Star Trek Picard Season 2. The Queen is the leader of the Borg Collective and first appeared in Star Trek First Contact and was memorably played by Alice Krieg. It's uncertain how the Borg Queen will fit into Star Trek Picard Season 2, but the character isn't the only former adversary of Jean-Luc Picard to return for the new season. It was confirmed earlier this year that Q, played by John Delancey, will return to play the omnipotent being who first introduced Picard to the Borg in Star Trek The Next Generation. Picard Season 2 will release on Paramount Plus in 2022. In the land of Netflix, Netflix has officially ordered the third season of Unsolved Mysteries to release with a new batch of episodes in summer of 2022. The new iteration of Unsolved Mysteries takes a different approach than previous versions did, while focusing only on one mystery per episode and not having a host. Netflix also released a teaser to announce that they have the newest best show of 2021, with 180 hit episodes to release on October 1st. And what show might that be? Why, of course, that would be Seinfeld. The series previously streamed on Hulu, but that deal came to an end in June. When the show went up for sale, it was Netflix that wielded its wallet like a flail. Other studios like Amazon, WarnerMedia, NBC Universal, and Viacom all tried to score the sitcom, but Netflix's check was the largest. If you haven't been on the internet at all in the past few days, the upcoming Rick and Morty season five season finale is set to bring Rick and Morty to the real world. For those who weren't aware, Rick and Morty was originally a project to add to the many cease and desist letters Justin Roiland had collected over the years. Rick and Morty was supposed to be the cease and desist letter for a knockoff of Back to the Future starring Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox. So it's only fitting that the real world version of Rick Sanchez would be played by Christopher Lloyd. Jaden Martell, who played Bill Denborough in It Part 1, plays Morty in the live action sequence, which knowing the series may or may not have anything to do with the actual season finale itself. When originally asked by the Phoenix New Times in 2018 if he had seen Rick and Morty, Christopher Lloyd did respond that he had seen a few episodes and he thinks it's a lot of fun, before adding that he'd like to guest star in the series at some point. The final two episodes of Rick and Morty's fifth season will launch an Adult Swim on September 5th. And finally, we end on some sad news. Actor Michael K. Williams best known for starring as Omar in The Wire, but also played roles in things like Assassin's Creed, Boardwalk Empire, and Community, has passed away at the age of 54. A number of friends, fans, and co-stars reached out over Twitter to announce his passing, as well as pay tribute to what seemed to be an incredible, incredible man. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, even if you could bring her back, what makes you think she'd want anything to do with you? <laughs>